0: Today's share will be light on lambdas and on sources. We're just going to go through a few halachas here. So, before the chayadim goes on to the, moves on to the sixth rule that allows one to have a, a guy doing malacha for him on Shabbos, he uh, goes into the concept of b'diavad. Meaning, let's say a person messed up b'diavad, you had the nachri do malacha on Shabbos and you didn't follow the rules, what would be the halacha with this item? So the truth is that if you totally messed up and you did something that was totally wrong, you hired someone by the hour, you asked them to specifically do it for you on Shabbos, and you don't have any of the heterim that we mentioned, halacha is one is not allowed to benefit from that item. And the truth is, according to Howie Paskin, it would be la'olam, it would be forever user to benefit from that item. are a few rules that a person should keep in mind when dealing with situations of b'diavad. That any time you find the machleikus that's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, brought down by the Achronim, so we know there's a famous rule. This is found in the Maggenre of Ram, and Simon Shin Ches. The Mishnah quotes it throughout Hal Shabbos. That any time there are those, there are Shita's to rely on. So b'diavad we would say that there is no knas there is no uh, you know penalty because we could rely on the other shita so that's first of all anytime there's a shiloh and a person thinks oh my gosh everything's lost you know they built uh they built something on shabbos in my house so we can think about you know haterim to rely on bidiyeved another thing to keep in mind is that the harina point out over here that if we go back to yesterday's year often the only uh, violation we're doing is a violation of Maris ayin, where you didn't hire the person by the hour, but the standard was to hire by the hour, but you didn't. Or, in today's uh, contracting world, there, there's, there's really not much to uh, to be machmer for, except for the fact, Zulzul Shabbos, or we tried to find other reasons in the Rishonim why we're, we're being machmer, to not allow you know, to take place on Shabbos, where everybody knows you hired him in advance, everyone knows that they get paid for the job, not getting paid for the time, so it was a problem with Zilzal Shabbos, there was a problem perhaps of Maris Ayan, of other things, but both of those cases, there would not be a knas b'dyeved, so that would be something to keep in mind. So uh, often there will be a heter that b'dyeved, even if the nachri did the work for you on Shabbos, you would be okay. Okay, so let's move on to rule number six. So just, let's just review the first five rules. The first five rules we said was that it has to be that it was removed from your house prior to Shabbos. Then we said it has to be a, a fixed price where the, the, the worker knows he's gonna get paid or the delivery guy knows he's getting paid, and there's a set price, or there's an industry standard for how much, uh, you know, the standard rates. Then we said it has to be a kablon versus a schiriyam. Schiriyam, someone gets paid by the, by the time, by the hour, by the day. A kablon gets paid for the job, so that was necessary as well. The fourth rule we said was you can't specifically say I want it to be done on Shabbos. You can't, even if it's a kablon, you can't say I need it to be done on Shabbos itself. We got into the questions of what if you only left him time to do it, but you. Still you still can't say I want it to be done on Shabbos. And the, the previous rule that we uh, discussed, the last couple of shirim, was that it has to be detached from the ground. It can't be attached to the ground because in th- and back in the day that was a standard for it to be done uh, through through uh, or we added some later considerations of zilzil Shabbos when things are being done in your house, mowing your lawn or fixing your uh, your roof. So that was rule number five. Rule number six, and this is uh, today's year, and we'll, we won't spend too much time on it as it's not so relevant, but number six is that it cannot be done before meaning, let's say I got all five, the first five rules down pat. I took my shirt to the cleaners and... I set a price, standard rate, I'll, I'll pick it up on Tuesday, you do whatever you want. So if it's being done before Hesya, the Gemara tells us if it's being, being done before Hesya, you have examples of, have this. Uh, the is really found in Mayukata when it talks about, when it talks about uh, in that during Shiva, a person is not allowed to work. So can his work be done for him? So the police can discuss over there that if people know that it's yours, then it cannot be done. So there's a concept of b'fahesiyah. So the Chayadim says, how much is b'fahesiyah? If three people know that it's your, uh, let's say on Shabbos, that they know it's your shirt being cleaned in the dry cleaners and it's in public, so that will be a problem of b'fahesiyah. So just, the first, just a few halachas. According to the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, that it has to be that they actually know that it's a specific person's beged. Meaning, let's say, uh, there's a Strimel factory and they're working outside, and everybody sees that they're making Strimels. But it's a Nahwi owned factory, a non Jewish owned factory, but they're making Strimels. So you would say, oh, they're, they're doing it for the Jews. Okay. But who asked them to do it? I don't know. As opposed to, let's say they're making a Strimel that has someone's name on it, and there people know, or maybe people would actually know who it is. So then you could argue that they're doing that publicly in, in Rosh Hasharab, meaning they're doing it outside and people see it and three people know who this person is so then there might be an issue of bifarhesa so typically you don't have these issues in you know day-to-day commerce the only time i would think of it is when you have you know a car or you have you know a piece of equipment where your neighbor is doing the work for you so everybody knows you drive you know a Toyota Camry and your Camry is parked by your neighbor's garage, and he's, you know, you have the hood up, and he's busy fixing it for you, Every, even though you didn't hire him, he's doing you a favor, whatever the situation would be, in that case, everybody knows that this is your car, or at least three people know that's your car, and it's being done, people are going to think you asked him to do it on Chavez, and therefore, even though you did the first five rules, but since it's p'faheser, People, three people know about it, one cannot have this being done for him on Shabbos. Now, the truth is, this also applies if you look at Simon Shinpei and Hilchas Avelos, that uh, an aval during Shiva cannot do any malacha, and you cannot have a guy doing malacha for you if it's before So, you could know, look, look at, at Simon Shinpei and you could see you know, some details for this halacha as well. So, you know, when does this really come up? So we gave the example of, you know, work being done by your neighbor. Another example would be, let's say you have a company uh, truck or a company car where, let's say you have, you know, uh, Yoli's uh, distribution. Okay, so let's say everyone knows now. Some of these Jewish names have been bought out by non-Jewish companies or, you know, they just sound Jewish. But let's say you really have a uh you know, food distribution and there's a truck or there's a company car. So the question is, can the employees drive around the car in shoppers? Now, if they're going to actually be doing work, delivering goods, so you have other issues, but let's ignore that issue for now. Let's just discuss, can they drive the car? Meaning, I have a, you know, a top manager, and one of the perks is that he's able to take the company car. So the point is to differentiate between a company car versus perhaps a delivery truck. A company car, often the, uh, you know, the executive team or even... You know, lower tiered people, they can use the car when they want. Just because they're driving the company car, even though it has a big name on it, doesn't necessarily mean they're doing work on Shabbos. It doesn't necessarily mean that I sent them for Shlichas. It might not look so nice. Maybe we could, you know, try to avoid it. But halakhically, just because you see a car that has a company name on it, doesn't mean that person is going to and from work. Others, you know, the other uh, side to it would be. If someone's driving a company truck or delivery van something like that where it's not typical that you're just gonna drive it you know back and forth all the time so perhaps one should be more machmir in that and not allow your uh, your delivery truck to be used on Shabbos even though the you know your trucker needs to get home but if it has your name on it perhaps in that case we would try to be machmir because it might be before Hesia so again it really depends on the industry I'm not, uh, you know, so clear in the industry standards. I can just tell you, based on, you know, just looking around, that I think this is a good differentiation between company cars versus delivery trucks. When you see the uh, the Schwartz's, you know, appetizing truck, or the Klein's ice cream truck, or wherever you live, whatever the the company is, you would say, okay, they're delivering goods. As opposed to a, a company car, makes sense that people could be driving, you know, from place to place. So that would be uh, a good you know, guide. But again, if someone has a, has a company, it's good to ask a shayla. anyways for other, uh, other shaylas to come up. So why, when you're asking your Hilcha Shabbos questions, this would be something to ask as well. What do I do with my car? But if it's not a company-specific car, if it's just a person's own car, even though maybe people on his block know which car he drives, and let's say it's at the mechanic, there's uh there's thousands of other cars no one knows exactly if it doesn't say his name on it just because a person drives a camry and you have a mechanic doing work for your for your car and he has you know an outside garage and he's changing your tires or he's giving an oil change no one knows that it's really your car so therefore one could be Mako. so the only time i really see this is by a neighbor or as we mentioned the company car company truck but otherwise uh, in our standard, you know, day-to-day business, the way, uh, the way business is done today, it'll be difficult to find the case where it's done b'fahessia, you know, by your laundry, by dry cleaners, it's not really b'fahessia, no one knows who it is. So, therefore, we'll move on to rule number seven, in HaShem, tomorrow.